Hello, welcome to episode 10. It's 10. Welcome to episode 10 of the Writing Sorrows podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Vash. As usual, I'm here once again to talk about, uh, well, we're going to talk about something a little bit more different today. But before I get to that, I do want to say that I appreciate uh, all the love and all the feedback we've been getting on the podcast. Last week's episode, the last couple of weeks, you guys have really been showing out. Uh, you've really been liking the guests, and I really appreciate that. I'm going to ha- try to have some more guests on, because uh, I think those episodes are more fun, you know? I feel like me personally, giving myself my own criticism, I feel like me with another person bouncing off, it, it flows better. I'm trying to get more accustomed to flowing better on my own, but... Like I said, it's my own criticism. Uh, and yeah. So with that being said, we're going to do something a little bit different today. So I've been receiving, uh, questions from you all, some of you all who've been asking about how to get started. Not necessarily with poetry, but with whatever. Right. So I figured that I would just dedicate a whole episode to it rather than just answer individual uh, messages. So essentially, let me pretense this all with I'm not anybody. Right. I'm a poet. I've been doing this for over a decade now. And yeah, I have a hell of a lot of support. A lot of people read my work, uh, look forward to hearing from me, et cetera, et cetera. With all that being said, I'm a nobody. I'm not rich. I'm not famous. I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have any special perks or anything like that. And I just want to let everybody know that before I jump into today's thing, today's uh episode. Because a lot of people, from what I gather from the message, maybe think I'm bigger than what I am. And that's not the case at all. Like I said, like I'm, I'm just nobody, right? So why do I do what I do? So I write poetry and I've said this countless times on the podcast. Now I do poetry not only to express myself, to write about things that I care about, but also to help people not feel alone for people to read and to be like, Oh, I felt like I thought I was the only person that was going through this. I thought I was the only person in the world that felt this way. Um, Cause it feels good to be understood. You know what I mean? Like, not a lot of people are fortunate enough to have that. Uh, and if I can do just a little bit to make somebody else's day better with my work, I'm all for it. Period. Uh, getting paid, you know, from books or shows or whatever like that, like, that's cool. But that's not necessarily it's not even necessarily like that's not what drives me to do this you know what i mean 
it's my passion. And we're going to get into passions a little bit later. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I do it. How did I get started? I started simply through Facebook. Well, a little bit before that on other sites, too. But how I really, really got started, I got started on Facebook. I was in high school. So everybody knew me as the poet in high school. I'd write poetry and I posted on Facebook. Uh, people from school that I had on Facebook would see it. People liked it. Some people didn't like it. Whatever. Right. That's how I got started. And then I eventually took that and I was fortunate enough to have a stepfather who recorded. He had his own recording equipment. So I took the next step and actually recorded one of uh, my albums or projects, whatever you want to call it, uh, starting with Fall From Grace. So I did that and then eventually it transitioned into uh, the projects, the recordings being more bigger, me using samples or me using uh music from TV shows or something to be the background for my poetry. Like it kept growing and it kept growing eventually to the point where I put out my own book and I put out my own book because one of my friends, he self-published his own book. And before then, I didn't even know how to go about doing that. Right. And then I saw how he did it. And he, do, he did it through Amazon and he self-published his own book. And it was a damn good book. Shout out to Alex Storm. But yeah, like that's how I got started. Uh, especially with me making books. I read my friend Alex's book. And I knew that that's what I wanted to do. At that point, it was like, oh, this is possible. I don't have to write something and submit it. And hopefully somebody thinks I'm good enough to put me in bookstores. I can do it on my own, which leads me into tools that are available to you, right? It's 2020. There's Google, there's YouTube, there's a whole plethora of things for you to use to get started on whatever it is that you want. Whether it's, um, what is it? Whether it's you wanting to, to get more, whether you want to be like a, a trainer or something, right? A trainer for athletes, or maybe you want to sit there and you want to become an actor or be a doctor, or you want to draw, you want to write. There is things on the internet for you to go and look and read and watch to see how you can get started. And some of those things are not going to be easy. A lot of it is not going to be easy in general, right? Just eliminate that whole, it's not going to be easy for somebody. It's not going to be easy at all. There's going to be a lot of work involved when you start. If it was easy, everybody would be doing it. Everybody would be millionaires, billionaires. Everybody would be able to follow their dreams. Well, 
everybody would follow their dreams. Everybody's able to, but everybody doesn't follow their dreams or their passions because they look at the hard work that lays ahead of them. It's like looking at mountains and at the top of each mountain that you see, you can see things that you want to achieve. And you're like, oh, I can get that. That's obtainable. And then you get to the foot of the mountain and then you see how much work and how tall the mountain is that you got to climb to get there. And then you get, you know, intimidated by that. It's like, oh, man, this is a lot of damn work. Like, I just can't do this overnight success thing. And like, granted, there are special occasions where that does happen. Like maybe you put out a video on YouTube or something you singing or or doing a monologue and the right people see it. And then it's like your life takes off after that. 99.9% of all the rest of us, that's not going to happen. So you have to be willing to put in the work. Like you have to go look up whatever it is that you're interested in. See what it takes to get there, whether it's going to school, whether it's taking classes online for something, whether it's you having to go and, and study somebody else in their, in the field that you want to be in so you can get a better idea. You know what I mean? Like, who is it? It's okay. So. Lakeith Stanfield, I hope I'm saying that name right. If you don't know him by name, he was in Get Out. He was the guy that was crying. Uh, when the lead character showed up to like the brunch or whatnot and a tear ran down his eye. That's him. If you don't remember that, if you watch Atlanta, he's Darius. I think that's his name. Whatever, right? But he started acting. By going to YouTube, by going and reading up things and then going to a damn audition. That's what he did. He decided that's what he wanted to do. And that's how he did it. Now, it sounds easier than what it was. But as far as being able to use the tools that is available to you, yes, it's that easy. But not only doing the work is not enough, right? When you get to a certain point, if you bust your ass and you do the work and you get to a certain point where you're in your craft or your passion, it's like, man, all right, I'm way better than this than I was X amount of time ago. You always have to be willing to challenge yourself. You always have to be willing to strive to be better because it's okay to be at whatever place that you are, but you want to be better. You don't want to be complacent because eventually complacency turns into laziness. And then you're going to sit there and start hating yourself or your passion because it's not, you're not getting anything from it anymore. You're not learning from anything anymore. And then you sit up there and you see peers in your field accelerating and you start comparing yourself. And the next thing you know, you know, like it's, it's, it's like depressing to see that, to see people in your field do better because they're doing more work. They're not being complacent. 
That's why you need to keep going. You need to keep striving to get better to, to, to challenge yourself. Right. Um, the next thing is that whatever it is that you're doing, you need to stay humble. You need to stay true to yourself. For me, I'm probably over humble. Like people compliment me and say great things about my work or me. And I turn that around and I'm just like, all right, well, you know, I downplay it. It's like, eh, I'm not all that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it. And I do that because I want to have a leveled head. I don't ever want to think that I'm better than someone else. I don't want to get lost in the sauce. You know what I mean? Like you, sometimes you can lose yourself and following your dreams because when you start to follow your dreams, when you start to, to work towards your passion and everything else like that, you're not going to be leaving, living the same life. What's essentially going to be happening is you are going to have to sacrifice some things. You are going to have to change some things in order to obtain what you want. And a lot of times that could change you for the worse if you let it. For example, you see some celebs maybe when they were underground artists or whatnot, or, you know, they were actors on Broadway or they were just coming up, you start to see a shift in their character, right? Because they're got, they're getting more successful, more success, more opportunities, more pressure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They start to change. It happens with everybody, right? It's just, you have to be able to balance the change while still maintaining your dignity, maintaining your, your morals, your ethic, whatever it is that you are, you have to maintain that. Um, passion, right? I've said that a lot. Um, and I have friends that deal with this or have dealt with this. Hell, I've dealt with this. Finding your passion. A lot of people don't know what their passion is. Um, sometimes what you're naturally good at is not necessarily your passion. Right? I, my passion is helping people. I love to uplift people. I love to see people do better to, uh, be able to see that look on their face when they didn't think they had a chance in hell of making whatever they wanted to happen happen. But then it does happen for them. Right? I just love seeing that. For me, like that's 
that's positive energy that's putting good energy out into the world, the universe and whatnot, helping the world be just a little bit better. That's 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 for me. That's what I love. Right. That's my passion. Ironically, my gift is writing. My gift is trading stories with my writing or doing poetry. And right now, specifically, we're just going to talk about poetry and not any other thing that I'm doing. Right. With my poetry, like I mentioned earlier, I'm able to sit here and talk to you all about. um, Why I do what I do. So. My poetry helps people feel less alone. Right. And since it's doing that, it's feeding into my passion. That's the driving force. I'm helping people. A lot of times your passion is, 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 is buried underneath things that you simply like to do or things that you're simply gifted at. A lot of times people just don't you know, sit down and think about it. Everybody has a passion, you know, and your passion is your passion. You can't look at somebody else with their passion or their gifts and try to compare. That's not what you should be doing. You should be a, you should look at what brings you happiness, what brings you joy what would make you get out of the bed each and every morning, no matter what, whether you were sick or not, whether you were going through a, a, a down period in your life, you know, like what would bring a smile to your face? What would help you feel better? If nobody else could, what could you do to make yourself feel better? You know, you have to ask yourself that. And like I said, like your passion might be linked or hidden up underneath your talent. Like if your talent is to, uh, let's say to, to, to keep things in order because you're, you, you are an organized person, right? And you're damn good at it. So damn good that you're like a manager at a store or something, or you're in charge of something that, that needs to be organized at work and you love doing it. Okay. So we know that that is what you're good at. So could your passion be that you like to, I don't know, uh, organize certain party events, you know, or maybe you want to organize things for your city, you know, like it, the possibilities are endless for what your passion could be. You just really have to sit down and think about it. With that being said, your dreams your passion, your talents. Everybody is not going to be able to see your vision. 
you might have family, friend, significant other that look at you when you talk about what you're passionate about. And we're not even talking about your passion, but what you're just passionate about, you know. Um, and they look at you kind of weird. Or they doubt you. Or they don't understand. Or you have a falling out because they just don't agree with whatever it is that you want to do. Not everybody is going to be able to ride with you towards your dream. And that's okay. You have to be okay with that. Because it's your dream. It's your vision. It's what you want to achieve. That always doesn't include everybody. And that's, uh, that's, out of everything I've said today, that's probably one of the top three hardest things. Because I know a lot of people value their family's input, their mom's input, their dad input, grandma, grandpa, friends, girlfriend, boyfriend, like you value their opinion. You bring in something that is very important to you and you're sharing it with people that you love. And then in turn, people don't show your dream or vision any love. They criticize you. They can't see what you see, no matter how clearly you paint it, draw it or whatnot. And sometimes, sometimes they still don't get it. Even when you do become successful in whatever it is that you decide you want to do. And that's rough. It is, but it happens. And you have to be willing to still push through that. You know what I mean? Like you can still love them. You can still want to keep them around and whatnot. But as far as like them riding for you, them supporting you, you have to be willing to go without their support. You know what I mean? Um, and that brings us to. The last thing, which I think is the most important. You will fail. I'm not talking about in general. I'm not talking about your it, it's pointless. Why even start? You're going to fail. No, I mean, you are going to stumble. You're not going to hit a home run every time out the gate. You might fall on your face every time you stand up. Right. I know I do. Like, I'm not fresh out the gate anymore, but I still stumble. I still sit here and look back at past work or past projects or decisions. And I'm just like, ah, that could have gone better. You have to be willing to accept failure because that's how you learn. You learn from your mistakes. You learn from your shortcomings. You learn what to do better or differently next time. You use that experience to get to the next level. Easier said than done at times. I know. Lord, God, trust me. I know. But you have to be willing to be able to fail. Period. It's, it's, it's. A lot of things that we see in the world, everybody tends to share their victories, their triumphs. 
then you have some people that share the drama or whatnot. We're not going to include them, but I'm just doing it as an honorable mention. But a lot of times you see people post and only you only see success. So that makes it seem like it's success or bust. But no, they have failures. They just don't show them. And that's their, that's their right to not show it. But you don't need to build up the mentality that everything is always perfect. It's always successful. And if you do fail, that's the end for you. No. You're going to fall on your face. You're going to pick yourself right back up, dust yourself off, and keep moving forward. Because any amount of progress is good progress. Failing is a natural part of life. You got to be able to deal with it and keep on pushing to get to that next level, the next step in your journey. So that is, that's going to be it for today. Um, it's a little short pod today. So this month, I'm still in the process of finishing up the book, um, finishing up a few side things, but then the coming weeks, we're going to be getting close, man. We, we getting close to the release of addressing of insecurities. We're getting damn close to some reveals and some other stuff that I got planned for you guys. The special, I can't wait for you guys to see it. I hope you all like today's, uh, pod. It's more informal than, you know, entertaining or story time or whatnot. But I hope it, you know, you took something from it. You might, you don't have to agree with everything I said, and that's totally fine. That, that's cool. Um, but I hope some of these words that I use help somebody. Hopefully. Um, if not, that's cool too. Whatever. I had fun. I had patch. See, see, I had fun, right? It, it's a passion. Like, I'm not making any money off of this. Five people can listen to this episode. It's cool. Like, I have a passion for helping people. And I, with this pod, this episode in particular, I feel like it's going to help somebody. And if it doesn't, that's cool. But I did it with the intention of my passion of helping people. And that's good enough for me. Right? Cool. Uh, as always, be safe out there. Wear your mask. Voting's coming up. Please go vote. I'm not telling you who the hell to vote for. That's a decision that you have to make. Do some research. I understand the lines along. If you don't want to stand in lines, do it by mail, mail in a vote. Do what you got to do. Vote at the, you know, a local level. Vote for next president. All that good stuff. Uh, it's always be nice and kind to each other because the world is 2020, man. It, that's all I got to say. That's all I need to say. Just 2020, you know, be cool out there, y'all. Love.